Today's episode is sponsored by Spartan Chemical Company, a leader in cleaning and sanitation solutions for the industrial and institutional markets. At Spartan Chemical, we make clean simple. For more information, visit SpartanChemical.com. On today's program, I'm pleased to welcome Dr. Gavin McGregor-Skinner, the Senior Director of GBAC. Gavin, I hope you're doing well. Doing great, Jeff. How are you doing today? I'm good. But you know, there's some news out there that's not so good. And that's what we're going to talk about today. And I'm referring to in the news, uh, there's a story about how a company that provides cleaning services to meatpacking plants has been accused of employing minors as young as 13 years of age. Now, Gavin, we reported on this in, on CMM's website, our own uh, media brand's website, in November, December. But now it seems, and we see in the Washington Post, where this company is paying fines because of this. And as you saw this news, Gavin, I'm sure you were as surprised as I was. What's the underlying issue here? Why is this happening in 2023? It's a good question, Jeff. I just want to be clear to everyone that what we're talking about today is all information that has been published by news agencies and is in the and it's also information that's in the public domain. So let's let's just be clear. What we're talking about is all publicly available information. So what we saw, Jeff, uh, on Friday, February seventeenth, U.S. Department of Labor announced that one of the country's largest food sanitation service providers, Packers Sanitation Services, um, had paid one point five million dollars in penalties for illegally employing at least 102 children to clean 13 meatpacking plants on overnight shifts in eight states. Now, it's really important for people to understand, Jeff, this fine amount is dictated by the Fair Labor Standards Act, uh, which allows a maximum penalty of $15,138 for each minor. They use this word minor, M-O-N-O-R, for anyone under the age of uh, 18. So for each minor who was employed in violation of the law, and when you, if, you've, if you've reported, Jeff, the Federal Investigation Bank began in August 2022. Uh, we know that the meatpacking plants were owned by companies that included JBS Foods, Tyson, Cargill. And I want to be really clear to everyone, these companies were not charged or fined, and the Department of Labor has not made claims of miscontact against any of these companies. Absolutely, Gavin. And we want to present the facts because that's what's important. Uh, in the article that I saw, Gavin, in the uh, Washington Post article that said this, investigators learned in recent months at least three children suffered injuries, including a chemical burn to their face, while sanitizing kill floors and other areas of slaughterhouses in the middle of the night. Now, Gavin, kids should be home sleeping, eating ice cream, or playing on their iPhones, not working in a commercial building illegally. So, what can we do to help? What can ISSA do? What is your solution you'd like to offer? Well, I think it's really important that, uh, you know, ISSA, we're celebrating our 100th anniversary this year. Jeff, we are the facilitator of so many important discussions uh, and working groups across all, all vectors, all verticals of the cleaning industry. So it's really important that we focus on now what can the cleaning industry do and what can we do it better? Um, we again, you've heard us, you and I have said this many times, Jeff. Cleaning professionals are essential. We know that meat packing facilities they 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 can't function, Jeff, unless they're clean to, to specific standards. That's really important. 
And that means that the cleaning professionals that work in a meatpacking facility where hazards have identified, been identified, risk assessments have been done, you've read the label, you need continuous education training, you need a workforce development program, you need it to be in the native language of the workers, and in this case, all these kids spoke Spanish. Um, we know that uh, worker identification is a big problem in our industry, Jeff. You know, how do workers in the clean industry, um, what, what do they need? Uh, more importantly, what ID does a child under the age of 18, if they can work legally, need to show their own identity? Um, we do know that some of the child workers in this case were, just recently came to the United States. They came as unaccompanied minors that were processed by the Department of Homeland Security then the Office of Refugee Resettlement within the Department of Health and Human Services. And then the children were matched with sponsors who usually have some link to their families in different states. So it's critically important that all the industries and all employers, not just the clean industry, Jeff, but we take responsibility to prevent child labor violations from occurring in the first place. And one of the things that we, we, we can see that, you know, again, from what these children were doing, they were working in a high hazard, high risk environment. So, Gavin, um, those watching obviously are going to be shocked. Some will be shocked by this, but it's happening in this country. And ISSA is here to help. I know you've published a series of articles on workforce development. Does that fit into this? Yes, Jeff, it really does. Um, uh, you know, workforce development is about continuous improvement. It's about having metrics. It's about having indicators. It's about assessing um, what all our workers need uh, from education and training to be in place so they can work safely, but also work to the standards that we set in the clean industry. So it's really important, Jeff, we look at, and we've seen some visuals. There's been some photos released publicly. Um, what were these children actually doing? Uh, we can see that the, the children were wearing personal protection equipment, gloves, eye protection. They had safety glasses on. They had head protection like a hard hat. They were wearing rubber boots. They were wearing waterproof jackets and trousers. Um, we know that that all requires training um, for anyone in the clean industry to work in a safe environment. We know that they were working with cleaning chemicals that, that actually tell you what sort of personal protective equipment you have to use and wear based on the safety data sheet as well as the labels. We know that these children were in middle and high school. Um, we've seen that you know the Department of Labor has reported that a child as young as 13 was working to clean a meatpacking facility and was injured. They received a, a chemical burn to the face. Um, we know another child um, of 14 uh, was also suffered burns on a night shift. And again, we, what we've seen from this Department of Labor investigation and the report that's been released, Jeff, is that they found at least 27 children cleaned a... Uh, a JBS beef plant in Grand Island, Nebraska, 22 children at a JBS food plant in Worthington, Minnesota, another 26 children cleaned a cargo meat processing facility in Dodge City, Kansas, 
And again, the Department of Labor report shows us or has revealed that child labor violations at meatpacking facilities were where, again, this Packers Sanitation Services Company clean facilities occurred in Minnesota, Indiana, Colorado, Arkansas, Tennessee, and Texas. So there's that here they've broken the law with, you know, what age can children actually work in a high hazardous environment after certain hours, like at night? But more importantly, Jeff, for all of the clean industry, how do we make training and education accessible in languages that people understand in a way that that, that people learn to use the equipment that we use, the products we, we use to learn to use them safely and efficiently so we actually know that what we're doing actually works? It is really important to understand, uh, Jeff, that no one in the clean industry wants to break the law and employ children uh, in, in high hazardous, high risk environments. And again, Packers Sanitation Services, I want everyone to be clear, has issued a statement that the company has a zero tolerance policy against employing anyone under the age of 18 years of age. And they fully share the Department of Labor's objective, ensuring full compliance at all their locations. Now, the company has also conducted several audits of its workforce and hired a third-party law form, uh, law, law firm to review its policies. But I also wanted to emphasize, Jeff, that we have seen uh, the Department of Labor has reported increased you know, increase incidents or, or, of child labor viol violations. Um, Department of Labor says that you know this increased from 2021 to 2022 by 37%. Um, the number of children found to be illegally employed, employed in hazardous occupations has increased in the past seven years by 93%. But more importantly, Jeff, we're also seeing states like Iowa, which only just recently, about last month, has issued a new bill which would allow 14 and 15-year-olds to work in certain jobs in meatpacking facilities. Uh, there's another bill, Jeff, that was, uh, again, this year by Minnesota, which would allow 16 and 7 year olds to work in construction sites. So it's important for ISSA and all our members and everyone in the clean industry to have these conversations, to come together, to understand that no one in the clean industry should put children at risk in the workplace and no one should violate labor laws. We need to have those conversations. But more importantly, um, as, as, as well as having those very, very important conversations, We'd like to sit down with everyone in the clean industry and to come up with solutions, solutions for workforce development, solutions for accessibility of training and education, accessibility of that training education, Jeff, in languages that people understand, and to help all essential clean professionals have the appropriate personal identification so that those mistakes don't get made again. We don't hire, recruit, people that don't have proper identification and we can't verify their date of birth. Mm -hmm. Well, it all makes sense. And as this issue continues to evolve and these conversations you mentioned start to happen, we'll keep everyone apprised of this through our media channels. Thank you, Gavin. Thanks, Jeff.